Hey, podcast listeners, quick note. We recorded the episode that you're about to hear before the news came out about head coach Steve Clifford, the team releasing a statement saying that he will be out indefinitely to address his health. There is no timetable for his return. And out of uh, privacy for Steve Clifford, they will not be releasing uh, any more information at this time. Now, taking over for him will be associate head coach, now acting head coach, Stephen Silas, son of former Hornets and Bobcats coach, Paul Silas. Uh, Stephen actually coached a few Bobcats games in the 2011-2012 season. That was the infamous 7-59 year under Paul Silas. Uh, so Stephen does have some head coaching experience, and he coached the last game that the Hornets played against Orlando uh, right here in Charlotte. So he has his second opportunity to do that against the Golden State Warriors tonight. Going back to Coach Clifford, I don't want to speculate at all on, on what's going on with that situation, but I do want to tell you that this isn't the first absence for Coach Clifford. He had two stints placed in his heart back in November of 2013. That was his first season as Bobcats head coach, uh, but he returned after missing only one game, associate head coach Patrick Ewing coaching against the Knicks in that one game. I don't really expect rotations or schemes to change dramatically under Acting head coach Steven Silas, Silas said at practice or at shoot-around this morning that he's been communicating with Clifford on playing groups. At the same time, I believe Coach Clifford will give Silas the freedom to sail the ship in the direction that he feels best game to game. He's associate head coach, and I think that title carries some weight and trust in the lead. We're going to have more analysis of head, uh, acting head coach Steven Silas, head coach Steve Clifford, and a recap of this game against the Golden State Warriors tomorrow morning. So make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're tuning in, and now on to this morning's show. I forgot the music doesn't turn itself down. I actually... Actually, I have to press. You got to do some more, bro. You got to get in All there. All right, I'm here. Blow I'm ready to go. Up. It's game night. The sleeves. I'm a sleeve up guy. I'm a. I'm a. You know, on these collar. You know, collared shirts and long sleeves. I'm, I'm a, familiar. Yep. Yep. I have some of those. Yeah. I roll the. I roll the sleeves up. I don't let them hang down. But I work at. I work in a place that's cash. You're looking pretty cash today. Got the Jordan brand hat on. Yep. Bought it myself. Bought it myself, you guys. No gifts here. Flat bill. I like that. We got Daniel and Double M15 in the chat. I like that. David, is that a snapback? Can we go for the triple crown here? No. It's a fitted, bro. Oh, man. No. I can't do the fitted. My head is too big. My head. There's too much knowledge in here. There's too much insight. There's too many takes in this head of mine. They have different sizes. They have different sizes. That's where you size up. Okay. Listen, I don't like to shop for clothes because I'm not a big fan of trying things on. I don't don't understand clothes. I have have clothes blindness, David. Okay? I have fashion blindness. So I don't... I can't fit a hat. I can't. I can't put myself through that. How did you get? How did you get this far? How did you get up this morning? How did you get to? How did you get there? By the grace of producer Katie, <laughs> she helps me. Yeah. She asked me. She walked. Uh, she walked in the other day with a new outfit, and she asked me how it looked, David. And I, you know, that's a softball. That's an easy one for us married guys. You say looks great, looks fantastic. Right. 
but I don't know. I didn't know if it looked fantastic. I have. No, that's. I literally. In that case. Well, it doesn't. I'm but, sure it did look. But fantastic. but I thought about it, David. I don't know anything about clothes. Like this shirt, I don't know if it looks good. I don't care. I have clothes. Bl- it's like color blindness or face blindness. I'm blind to fashion. Let me let me tell you something. That thing looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You're enough welcome. about it. We, we should start the show. I just saw Steve Bob. He's hanging around the studio. He might pop in here. So this is going to be a fun show. We've got Warriors Talk coming up. Uh, we get This is Draft Wednesday, so you and I, David, are going to draft it up. Only Hornets, only Warriors allowed in this uh, Draft.com Wednesday challenge between you and I. And I'm going to open it up to the listeners as well. So stick around for that. Much more. Let's get this thing started. Yeah, Steve Bob, come on in, man. A, this is an open forum here. Get in there, Steve we Robert. The, we want as many people as possible. But uh, real quick, we're gonna we're gonna start this thing. If I can, maybe. There's there's some fashion right there. There we go. All right, let's do this thing. You are locked on Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, we live. We live. All right, now officially the gang's all here. It's uh, Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. Search your podcast app for Locked On to get podcast on the NBA, the NFL, and fantasy sports. You got to check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball so that you have all of the knowledge necessary to participate in our Draft.com Wednesday challenges. David and I are going to live draft uh, Warriors and Hornets only. That's a self-imposed rule that we have on our challenge today. Uh, But you can get involved as well. I'm going to set up a four-person draft for uh, listeners of this show so you want to get on draft.com, sign up, use our promo code LOHornets, and then follow me on draft, L-O-H Doug, L-O-H Doug, and then you'll see that draft pop up uh, later this morning. So join us, take our money, win our cash, get some of that Patreon money back. I got the panel here for the Mean Streets of Cotswold. You've already heard his voice. You've seen his Jordan Brand hat, David Walker. Good morning. There are no chips involved, guys. You will not have to eat a hot chip or a potato chip. No, no bets. Chip. I'm done with bets. That was too was too intense. And uh, to my right here, Steve Bob Forrest. How are, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing well. And I got to say, I've just been staring at David over there. I was like, who is this young member of Eminem's crew hanging <laughs> on the back? Looking very cool, very young. Very David. hip. Very cool, guys. Literally, Just did not recognize cool. you. Well, he had to rep the Jordan brand because uh, it, this is a this is a national TV game that we've got tonight at eight o'clock uh, against. We're not. Na- this is a national. This <laughs> is not. <laughs> this, no, we're not. This is international, right? Right. That's internet national. Okay. This like, is internet technically, national. that's up to the viewers. All right, now everybody in the world, <laughs> just get on there right now. All right, Lamont on the chat, wishing us a happy Warriors Wednesday. We're going to preview this game coming up. Plus, I've I've got a lot to talk about in terms of the Warriors defense. A lot of talk about their offense, but we don't talk enough about how well these Warriors play on defense. Uh, The Warriors, of course, going to be without Steph Curry. That's some other big news as well. Uh, So that that will be one player, David, that you and I will not be able to draft on draft.com. I might draft him anyway. I might might take him anyway. (laughs) It's a risky, it's a bold move, Cotton. 
Um, T-shirts available on tpublic.com. Daniel saying, Rich Show is on Dunked On today. Rich Show, general manager of the Charlotte Hornets, on the Dunked On pod today. Yeah, been getting dunked on a lot this season with the no! this roster's hey, put together. But hey, hey, man, this is Steve Bob dropping those. Do we need to get the hot take machine out for these? I can say that because uh, I went to lunch with Rich once. <laughs> <laughs> right, we all we you did. guys are buddies. Okay, uh, t-shirts, tpublic.com. Search Locked On Hornets and uh, get some deals on t-shirts uh, and mugs and other kind of merchandise and all of that money goes to support this show plus patreon.com forward slash LOH great way to support local journalism support what we do here plus we're giving away uh, tickets to Saturday's game the Star Wars game and a bobblehead as well a Frank Kaminsky excuse me Got me choked up here. Frank Kaminsky Stormtrooper bobblehead. A lot of giveaways coming up. You want to get on patreon.com slash LOH and sign up because you're going to get double entries into those special giveaways. Okay. Let's talk about this game coming up against the Golden State Warriors tonight, 8 o'clock ESPN. 19-6 and six are the Warriors. They will be without Steph Curry. Uh, he's been declared out after spraining his ankle very badly late in Monday's contest. X-rays were negative, but apparently it swelled up like a water balloon. They are going to reevaluate this ankle in a few weeks, so they could be without Steph for a while. David, does that give the Hornets a a glimmer of of hope? We didn't give them much of a chance at all of winning this game earlier this week. Does this change the equation for you somewhat? Oh, yeah. I think it's an easy win for the Hornets now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Calm down. I have to rely on Kevin Durant. That guy, you know, what has he done? Um, did you, speaking of that real quick, did you guys see, I mentioned this yesterday, have you seen a still shot or any replays of Steph uh, folding his ankle on the floor? I did. I saw the oh. video of it on Twitter. I mean, it went completely horizontal. Oh, yeah. It worse, than yeah the, um, worse than the Hayward? Uh, no, no, well, no, because there was it, no... It stayed was, on his body. Yeah. Yeah. It stayed, on, stayed connected. <laughs> In that way, it was not as bad. But th- th- this was not a situation where, you know, Steph Curry has, like, glass ankles or that he had... You know, you, you don't want to look at the previous ankle issues that he had because this was just a freak kind of thing. It was... Yeah, but he has... He basically has two two-by-fours on either side of his ankles, this brace he wears now. It's it's unbelievable. And his new shoes, I may point out, are, are, are very, like, knit-like up or near the ankle area. So I don't think... It matters. Point being, Steve, Bob, if you and I could talk for a second, we play basketball. You know what I'm talking about here. Sure, sure, sure. I follow you 100% already. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it matters what you have on your ankles. If they're going to turn, if you hit them at the right angle, they're, they're going to go. So that's just a tip from me to Steph. If you guys want to pass along, if you see him on the streets, let him know. Um, <laughs> but, Doug, to get back to your question, um, I don't think it changes things that much. <laughs> the Warriors are still so loaded, and they do so many things well. Um, that, uh, yeah, sure, it, it affects things having Steph Curry out. Anytime you take a player of that magnitude out of the equation, it's going to change things somewhat. But they are loaded. And and my favorite stat about the Warriors is they average – I wrote it down because I love it so much. They average 31, <laughs> 31 assists per game. The Hornets average just under 40 made field goals per game, which is just a tick higher – than what the Warriors allow their opponents to do. So, I mean, the amount of assists this team, you know, generates through their offense and ball movement that re- that leads to, to buckets is is just fascinating. It makes them fun to watch. Can I, can I come over the top of your statistic with an even uh, a crazier number? 
So they Sounds like I'll wait for to. you to take a sip of your coffee yeah. and provided that it is indeed crazier. Well, here's the thing. So the Warriors are tops in the league in assists, okay? They are 28th in turnovers. They turn the basketball what? over a lot. Okay. That is insane. Well, I wait for it. I don't even believe I'm not, you. I'm not done yet. That is uh, crazy. Well, that's our show so today, they guys. Have, they have so that. many assists. They have so many assists that they're still tops in the league in assist-to-turnover ratio, despite the fact that they are 28th in the league in turnovers. That's how much what? the Warriors move the basketball. That... Oh my God! But the you Hornets, gotta... you know, don't wow. pay. There's no listen. If you wow. want to patronize whoa, whoa, me, go to Patreon.com. Don't come here and patronize me. <laughs> Hornets for the second. Gotta... Hornets for the second straight game will enter as the healthier team. They are coming off a win against Orlando. They'll be playing at home, where they have been playing a lot better than out on the road. They have their captain back as well, and all would be well if they were playing anybody but the Golden State Warriors, who still feature an All NBA talent in Kevin Durant, as you mentioned, David, plus the Defensive Player of the Year in Draymond Green. I looked this up on NBA Wowie, the on-off stats. When Steph Curry is off the floor and Draymond Clay and Kevin all are on the floor, about 300-plus possessions, about three games worth of possessions, and the Warriors are still 10 points per possession better. Well, still 10 points a game better, I should say. They're, They're about... Uh, I think it's 101 versus 1.01. So it's about 10 points better per game in those situations. So this is still going to be a very potent offense and defense as well. Uh, The Warriors playing very well. Uh, David, did you get my draft.com invite to this Warriors Hornets only challenge? Mm, I did. I have a notification. LOH Doug just invited you to a two-person draft. All right, my so, favorite kind. So, so get in that, and we'll we'll do this draft.com thing here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Warriors also already have 20, uh, two 20-plus point comebacks this season against the Pelicans and the Sixers. So that's the other thing that makes the Warriors so dangerous is that even if you manage uh, to play well against them at the beginning of games, they they still have the ability in the second half to make a huge comeback and punish you uh, with uh, Kevin Durant, with Draymond Green, with Clay Thompson, and they are t- I think they're top four in the league in points per quarter in each quarter. Like they're no they're no worse than they're good. They're no worse than fourth in each individual quarter. I always look at this as one of those scenarios too. Like if I'm Kevin Durant or Steph or Clay for that matter, when one of those other guys is out, I'm like hell yes. Like today I'm gonna eat. Those guys, that was the team that won more games in a regular season than any other without Kevin Durant. So you slide in KD for Steph, it's like, cool, now he can shoot more. He can do it. I look at them, sometimes they're almost better without both of them on the court because they're both. Hot take. They're both the guy that can, you know, they're the... You should have told me you were coming with all these hot takes. I would have gotten the machine ready. <laughs> you got to you lubricate that thing. You got to oil it up. Well, your question that you posed <laughs> earlier in this Lockdown Hornets program was uh, was what would lo- look like without Steph. So I was just trying to answer that question. I appreciate there it. Me. Hey, fantasy basketball fans, listen up. If you love fantasy basketball, then you need to try my new favorite app. It's called Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but better. On Draft, you play real-life snake drafts with other people, just like like in your season-long league, but you get to keep these players. That's the cool thing. Nobody else can have them. Uh, here, We're going to show you, actually, how this works, because David and I, right now, 
are selecting OurDraft.com. And you just selected DeMarcus Cousins, David. You are, you've already broken the rules. I did not do anything, actually. I don't know that why auto, that happened. That, that it may have auto-picked for you. Well, I'll roll it. I'll bet they're off now. All right. Now, now we're, we're scrubbing it. We were going to do Warriors Hornets, but David has ruined it. He's ruined our Draft.com challenge, so I'm going to take one LeBronathan James. I have been saying that I think they should try to trade for Boogie. Though. So you got me all off, David. Usually in these Draft.com challenges, I take Giannis. Oh, wait, I still can. Right, because this is a snake draft. Remember, Draft.com is a snake draft. So I'm going to take, I usually take Giannis first. That's like my rule. So I'm going Giannis, LeBron James. In these Draft.com challenges, I can actually put this up on the screen, I think. Oh, yes. well, I'm now sticking to the rules. I pick Kevin Durant. I, unlike you, Doug, I, I like to play by the rules that were set out. So, so you can I'm see there's Kevin five Durant. positions. You get two guards, two forwards, and a center. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take care of my center position right now with my next pick and take Andre Drummond away. Right? Yes. Snake draft, my man. Come on, Doug. Come yeah, on, guy. No, it's, it's just it's updating differently on my phone. Than, all right, so I'm taking Andre Drummond. Projected 44.9 points tonight. So I like that. And you went Kimba Walker and Kevin Durant. So you finally played by the rules. That was very nice of you. All right, so I get another pick here. I've got 14 seconds. These things go very quick. It's cool because you get an opportunity to do a couple of drafts a day and it doesn't take you very long. All right, I'm going to stick to the rules as well. I'm going Clay Thompson here. He doesn't, you know what's funny? Of the mm. of the players, you know, I mentioned that NBA Wowie thing that I did where I measured. Someone's calling me right now. I'm, I'm drafting guy. Can you answer your call? <laughs> I mentioned that thing where when Steph Curry is off the floor, they're still very good. Clay Thompson, one of the players that doesn't play as well, but I'm going against the grain. I'm going against the statistics and I'm saying Clay Thompson has a big game tonight uh, versus... Probably going to be Nick Batum on him for this game. All right, final pick here for me, right? No, you've got one more. You go Kyrie Irving. You go Carl Anthony Towns. My I final. Like how we did this only Warriors. That was fun. Yeah, it would have been fun had you actually <laughs> done what I asked. <laughs> Both those guys will be on the Warriors by the end of the basically. Year. You know what? I, hopefully, hopefully. I'm gonna go Jimmy Butler here for my final pick, Jimmy Buckets, because he recently. He recently told people that he's he's done with this defense-only Butler. He's shedding that defensive coil, and he's going like full that. offense now. I like when guys <laughs> just throw away their identity and he's, try and do something. Yeah, well, well, he, he, I like when they're like, yeah, the team is not playing well. <laughs> Screw this. I'm not going to be the only one playing defense. Also, <laughs> Dude, that team was so bad on D. How is Tom Thibodeau the coach? I know what our, t- our problem is. Too much bad defense. So I'm going to stop playing any at all. Okay, let me say this about Draft.com. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wires. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple of minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part is that you can play for cold, hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. Come and join me on Draft.com today. Download the app on your iPhone, Android, anytime. Just search Draft in your app store, and you can join a game in minutes. And use our promo code LOHORNETS to get a free game. LOHORNETS is the promo code when you sign up on Draft.com. That's right. You'll get a free entry into a draft on your first deposit. You have to use the promo code LOHORNETS. And follow me, LOHDUG, because I'm going to have a special draft set up for listeners only. So you can play with us, take our money, and you won't make me eat a hot chip, though. Be be careful. I guess it starts auto drafting. I, I guess that's what I didn't see. It just auto drafted for me. That was-
You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. David, hey, the show's barely been on. How are these injuries going to affect the Hornets' ability to beat the Miami Heat? I'm going to go get some more buttermilk while you talk about it. <laughs> get more Hornets analysis on LockedOnHornets.com. David, Jack on the chat would like to know, he says, I've been checked out of basketball for about a week now. Can you briefly summarize how the Hornets have been getting on? And Jack, I believe, is from Scotland. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, on the chat. So getting on, I think, is is across the pond for, how they doing? That's Southern for getting on. Oh, uh, I've been checked out too. Um, so, <laughs> you have not. Um. You know, they just got their first win and they haven't been playing that well. Um, even last night, Doug, back me up if I'm wrong. Sorry, uh, uh, Monday night, you know, we noticed they did get a win, but a lot of how they did that, getting to the free throw line a bunch, forcing a bunch of turnovers on the Magic may not be the way that they will be able to win if they do that tonight. It's just going to be tough to get that many uh, trips to the free throw line, probably on the Warriors. And, and they still aren't shooting that well from the three-point line. That's a great point, David. I'm going to look up uh, how well they do at preventing teams from getting to the free throw line. But yeah, 40 plus attempts from the free throw line in their last game against Orlando. And they've had to get transition buckets. They've had to get to the free throw line for easy points because uh, they are shooting abysmally right now from beyond the arc. They, they're not shooting enough three-pointers. And when they are shooting the three-pointers, they're not going in. And it's across the board. It's not just the, the players that you would expect to struggle from beyond the arc. It's players like Kimba Walker and Nick Batum, who said after the game against Orlando that he's still dealing with uh, issues from that elbow injury that he suffered in the first preseason game, and it's why he's not shooting a lot and could be uh, why he's not shooting very accurately. He's one of the, I believe he's eighth in points per shot attempt uh, on the Hornets right now, and they need him to play better. They need, they'll need they need Kimba Walker to shoot a lot better from three uh, tonight against the Warriors because I've said that while they did what was necessary in terms of getting to the free throw line, in terms of turning the the Orlando Magic over to get those transition points, they did what was necessary to win. But to me, that's not sustainable. You don't win games that you're not expected to win unless you're shooting well from beyond the arc, in my opinion. So I don't think, you know, uh, Campbell Walker's not going to get away with shooting one of eight from beyond the arc in this one uh, if the Hornets have any shot at beating the Warriors. Yeah, I did a stats deep dive last week. This would be prior to a couple of the games, but they were, uh, you know, first in the league in getting the free throw line. They're shooting about 70%. They're not sending people to the line that much. They're first in the league in not turning over the ball, but they're like last in causing turnovers. They're kind of like a nothing team. Like they do all the, the things they lead in and the things they don't lead in kind of cancel each other out. Uh, and then we have four guys in the bottom 100 of all shooters in the league. Michael Carter Williams is statistically the worst shooter in the league uh, for people over a certain volume. Nick Batum, surprisingly enough, I know he's been out for a while, but he's actually in that bottom 100 too, as are our rookies, Bacon and Monk, um, <clears throat> which, you know, they haven't been playing a lot, but Monk, you got to think that's the one thing that he you know supposedly can do right now and I know the guy's young and I'm wearing his shirt and I'm still repping for him but that's tough when we uh, are a team without shooters to begin with and the the one thing he's NBA ready to do he's actually not doing that well 
No, that's a good point, Steve. Uh, we've got another question here on Double M from Double M15. He says, do you think Dwight Howard is going to get a lot of bench time because of uh, matchup situations? And matchups will be very key in this one. It's going to be a tough test for Steven Silas, who is most likely going to coach again for the ailing uh, Steve Clifford. Uh, did not attend practice yesterday. Steven Silas was uh, heading up that practice and uh, he didn't really – he played the sort of the basic rotation that you would expect the Hornets to play when they're healthy against Orlando. But in this game against Golden State, they have the ability to go very small. They can put Draymond Green at the five. And in that case, I think you do. You, have, you would have to play Frank Kaminsky at the five or Cody Zeller at the five to give yourself a better shot at, at guarding the three-point line if, if they go five out, I would think, David. Yeah, I mean, you got to think JaVel McGee will start for the Warriors tonight. So, I mean, they've got uh, either, either Zaza or is Zaza out as well. Zaza, we don't know. He might be out. Okay. Um, that, that, that is undetermined at this time. So, I'm sure they would prefer to keep Dwight off the floor. So, you may see them go small, or hey, maybe they, maybe they prefer to keep him on. Who knows? Uh, and foul him a bunch. But uh, it's going to be come down to situational play. I mean, I. Uh, it, yeah, that's going to be a tough one on, on, on Steven Silas, especially because it's just a tough matchup no matter what you do. Dwight's not going to be able to stay with the smaller guys out there. If Zaza were in there, you'd certainly like him to go down there and bang with them a little bit. Yeah. But it, it's going to be situational. I expect the Hornets starters to play very well against the the uh, Warrior starters. Where the Hornets are going to have problem it, problems is when Kerr decides to extend Kevin Durant's minutes into the bench unit. You know, they're, they're going to struggle. If they put their their second unit out there fully if the Hornets put out their full bench unit that's when this game could get really out of hand if Draymond or Kevin or Clay however they decide to stagger those minutes once those guys start leaking into the second unit I mean I think you could expect MKG to play extended minutes in this one to match up against Kevin Durant or or possibly get Kimba in there for even more minutes I mean he's getting 34 or 35 a game but you could expect you know you gotta you gotta score against the Warriors it's not good enough just to play your best defensive game you've got to put scoring on the floor at all times so this is going to be a a big test for Steven Silas because he's going to be the man in charge of rotations in the game we'll be closely watching how he uh, meters out the minutes for the Hornets in this one another thing the Hornets are really good at is protecting the rim. They're one of the top teams at protecting the rim. Two-point field goals right in that range. Uh, not so good on the three-point arc area, so that doesn't bode well against the I think the, the Warriors State do Warriors. well from three, right? They're pretty pretty good. Now, okay. again, Steph is out, so that game plan goes out the window uh, for these yeah, guys. they're going to have to scrap it. They're, they're going to go all twos. Um, no, so we would be a great defensive team in 1999 uh, during that lockout <laughs> season, but uh, it's just rough. Like, people are fine with not shooting well around the rim right now, and so I, that's, yeah. that does nothing for me. Is that misleading to you guys? I mean, Absolutely. obviously it is, because even, but even when you're watching the game, Games. I'm watching these games and I don't see a team that is smothering guys when they get drive into the lane. Yeah, like, exactly. They're kind of not. That is a surprising set too, and and it. I think it's just because nobody else cares about. <laughs> You know. Well, they're denying they're denying a lot of rim opportunities, right? They're, the the threat of Dwight Howard is more 
uh, more important to the Hornets than the actual amount of blocks or amount of steals that Howard produces. It's the threat uh, of him in the lane that keeps guys from penetrating as far. But it starts with Kimba Walker. It starts with Nick Batum. It starts with Michael Carter-Williams applying ball pressure and preventing those easy penetrations that lead to kick-out threes, which is something the Warriors are very good at. Defensively, uh, the Warriors actually do allow teams to get to the free-throw line. They're 20th in the league in that. And according to Cleaning the Glass, they they rank in around the 21 to 24 area in some transition defense. Uh, and, and that makes sense because the Warriors sort of like to get up and down, and so they don't mind if it's a little chaotic if they give up a few transition buckets because they they want to get, you know, they want to force it out of the half court and into chaos because that's when they can get their shooters open looks, quick looks uh, that end up in buckets. But if the Hornets can create some easy points, it could make things a little a little better for the Charlotte Hornets offensively than if they get into a half court battle because in the half court, the Warriors are potent because they switch. Uh, and everybody wants to talk about the Warriors' offense. You know, Steph Curry three this, Clay Thompson shot that, Kevin Durant burner account. Well, I'm here to tell you that the way the Warriors lock teams down on the defensive end has been just as vital to their success, arguably more so. Synergy has them at .935 points per possession allowed, six in the NBA. They are third in the league against pick-and-roll ball handler plays, and that's a heavy part of the Hornets' offensive attack. And why are they so good? Well, it's all about how often and how well they can switch on defense. Here's Marvin Williams at practice yesterday. I haven't seen a team that switches more than them. I mean, they can legit do it one through five. And I mean, anybody that switches onto the basketball for them, you know, can guard the ball. I think it's definitely one of those. People talk about their offense, but I think their defense is, is, is one of their major strengths. I mean, they have guys that can really guard the ball. They really want to guard the ball. And at least easy baskets for them on the other end. And that is something that's not affected by Steph Curry's absence, right? Because they're going to put Sean Livingston in there. He's a lengthy defender, a very a very good defender, and and he will allow them to keep switching one through five. They don't have they don't have to hide very many players on the defensive end. There's a lot of length, a lot of talent, and a lot of buy-in. They're just really good on ball defenders. You have Draymond Green, defensive player of the year, but then there's Durant, who's quick enough to stay in front of almost anyone, and he's averaging almost two blocks a game. That's more than Dwight Howard. Uh, yeah. How do you? So the question is, I know this is a lengthy segment, guys. I appreciate you bearing with me. Hmm? <laughs> Steve Bob's asleep. We'll wake him up in a minute. How do you beat the switch? That's going to be the question for the Hornets tonight. First, let's hear from Coach Silas about what makes switching tough on pick and roll heavy teams like the Charlotte Hornets. It's an uncomfortable thing because as a guard coming off a of pick and roll, you're expecting to have some sort of coverage, some sort of trap, some sort of drop, some sort of up to touch. And, and uh, when they just switch, there's no ball movement. There's not those angles that you usually get in pick and roll. There's not the same reads that you have in pick and roll. So it's completely different. The, the switch makes it tough. All right, so you heard from Steven Silas there. Switching forces you into one-on-one basketball. And obviously, if you have multiple great one-on-one players like a, you know, a Houston Rocket team, then you're okay. Uh, guys that can drive by you or shift you and get you a step, uh, get to a step back, then you're in good shape. David, would you consider the Hornets a team that has a lot of those type of players? Good one-on-one basketball players? No. 
Right. They have one, right? They have maybe one in, in Kimball Walker. And Dwight. And then, so, no. No, Dwight. Yeah. Well, if Dwight's on Vucevic, yeah. Yeah. That's a great one-on-one look. Also, I Lamb. Mean, Lamb's kind of a new addition to that one-on-one crew, right? He can create his own shot. Yeah, I mean, they have guys that can do it in, in spans. I mean, Kemba's obviously the obvious answer who that's part of his game. That's part of what he utilizes to score. Lamb, you're right, is starting to figure out other ways to score. He's getting into the lane, hitting some of those mid-range shots, you know, that like that weird shot that he kind of like pulls up right in the right in the paint, maybe gets blocked, is looking for a foul. But, I mean, Batum does it every once in a while. He's going to the fadeaway a little bit more. But, no, it's not a team, especially on that second unit, that can create a lot of offense on their own. And that's something that I like, too, because when you look when the – you mentioned the, the Warriors' second unit, Doug, when they bring in guys like a Jordan Bell – or Iggy, or I think Livingston will be back for this game after he had a little run-in with the ref. So, you know, it's just going to come down to can those guys basically explode? (laughs) You know, is Frank getting hot from three? I would give Malik Monk a little look in this game, just just because they've got to to match the three-point shot from somewhere. Um, You know, I don't don't think that's a hot take at all. I think you could very well see – Steven Silas opting to go more offense than defense in this one because it seems counterintuitive because of how well offensively yeah. the Warriors play. But you you have to put up a, a lot of points and hope. Yeah, the, the the key to the game is hope. You got to hope that Kevin Durant is off. You got to hope that that Draymond Green doesn't get hot from three. Yeah, you hope they're disinterested. Like you mentioned, the two twenty point comebacks they've had. Um, you hope they're a little disinterested, a little tired. You know, maybe they can do what the Hornets have been doing in some of these games, which is letting the home crowd stay in it, letting the home team kind of keep within reaching distance. And then you, you, you give it to Kemba down the stretch and see what he can do. Can I give you one more key to the game, I think? Please. You have to look when you play the Warriors for the tiny advantages that you can expose from them. So one advantage that they're going to have is obviously not having to deal with Steph Curry's offense and what he creates on and off the ball. So that's one advantage. And they can put Kimball Walker in a lot of situations where, yes, he's going to be one-on-one maybe with a JaVale McGee or a Zaza Pachulia. Attack that early before they get those guys out of the game. And they will be going up against Sean Livingston, who, despite being a great pick-and-roll ball handler defender, is not so great, if you look at the numbers, at dealing with handoff plays. He's not so great at dealing uh, with isolation either. So maybe attack that late in the game. So these little advantages, you have to just hit those hard and hope, again, go back to hope, that some of these shooters for the Warriors just... Don't get taken because look, this game is in the beginning of December for the Warriors, right? They're on a four game winning streak. They're going to be fine. They're 19 and six. They've got a little cushion now. They're not they're not like the Cavaliers who, you know, have to still have to grind because they got off to a bad start. They're without Steph Curry. Maybe there's a little bit of a letdown. I'm trying to give hope on this. And and the Hornets play well on national TV. They have at least in recent memory. That's a good point. And I think you got to hope that maybe the nightlife of downtown Charlotte really messed with their heads last night. Uh, maybe they just stayed out a little too late and got crazy. Stayed out to like 1130 or 12 or something. Those and um, one thing on the center position I should mention, though, we got a question on Dwight Howard and his play 
early on. I mentioned JaVel McGee. JaVel plays about seven minutes a game. Um, so even though he starts <laughs> not playing yeah. a lot of minutes, they like to go with that small lineup. So, yeah, I don't know what we'll see from well, I, his per seven minute stats, though, are off the charts. <laughs> He's got a he's got a per seven of uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I want to see. I'll go back to your monk thing. I want to see monk in there because why not? There's no such thing as defense yep. against these guys, and he does have a he has one of his better shots. I think is that little leaning floater he does, that little fifteen footer. He uh, he can knock that down. So you just give him some run. I mean, Silas, this is a tough assignment for a fill-in job. Um, yeah, so I would just yeah. run out whoever he wants. Really, we're not. You can't <laughs> criticize the guy. What especially, are you gonna do? You and I can give him some shots. Especially on that second unit, right? Like, are you going to you know put put Trevion Graham out there or Bacon? As I mean, a, you know, we we know what forty minutes game. of MCW looks like now. Like, okay, cool. We yeah. got it. Looks like Sean Livingston without Sean Livingston's jumper. You know, it's just a tall guy who's holding the ball sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to gave see... Gave them a big play against Orlando, though. You have to give them that. Got the steal and the assist. That, he does a know, lot of things really... you can't quantify. Like, uh, for real, he does. You're I, Like, I like him out there, and then it's just every team's like, sure, shoot it 13 times. That's great. Please. Okay, so maybe some so maybe some more monk, maybe a little less bacon. Maybe a little divine intervention. Maybe more lamb. I think you got to get lamb in more than more than he's been in in the past and and hope that he's locked in defensively and paying attention because again they're going to need as much offense but maybe see some more Frank as well. I will say this about Lamb and Frank. I forgot to say this on the on the previous show. They've been getting more consistent off the bench. Uh, the yeah, past, Lamb's been great all year. I think Frank's been the one that's really yeah, and I think and we he, keyed in on him before yep. the season as the guy. We said Lamb and Frank. Lamb's been really good, yeah. and Frank has been the one that if he had, I think if he had been as consistent as Lamb so far, the Horns would be in a little bit better of a position. I think that's a great point. And if you look at the last three or four games, he's been putting up double, double digit offensive numbers, has been <laughs> efficient from the field. So they're going to need that to continue, and hope that Frank Kaminsky has locked in and and is and is ready to go for the rest of this. I got a pocky hot chip hot prediction for you tonight. If we win this game, Frank's going to have over 30. That's my that's my meaningless <laughs> hot prediction. I like it. That's you good. know what's frustrating? You know what's frustrating about this team, guys? They're one, what are they? 1 and 8 on the road right now. 1 and 10. 1 and 10. Even better. That's not that you good just, now. Correct me you if just I'm wrong. Split that, right? I mean, you split that or or at worst just add a few more wins on the road there and they're sitting right at 500 i mean that's that's where it's been killing them they, they just can't now that doesn't really matter for tonight they're playing at home but take uh just something I thought of. <laughs> yeah. so if you take away some of those road losses and replace them with road wins we're actually not that bad of a team that's correct put us at the top of the standings your work instead of the bottom and lo and behold pretty good if you had if you guys had to pick one guy to deploy to get Kevin Durant really agitated, potentially mad enough to just yap at somebody and get kicked out, who would it be? It's bad Frank Frank Kaminsky, like when he's playing really bad, because he's going to be like, Durant loves the game so much. He's so good at it. He's going to be like, what is this? I hate this. I'm out. I like that. Uh, and, but I think it's it's all going to be on MKG. I mean, he's got to he's just got to just take away, try to take away whatever Kevin Durant is going to give him. It's impossible. He shoots it. I mean, to, you know, when he rises up, you can't block it. He's a seven footer who's getting out there shooting that jumper. No one can block that. 
And the problem, and the problem is, uh, who do you, I mean, if you go Marvin on Kevin Durant, and Marvin's averaging like 23, 24 minutes per game, and then you put MKG on Draymond, and and it doesn't, you know, Draymond can can back guys down, and and can easily, I think, back MKG down and get some easy looks that way. So yeah, looks, so th- th- this is tough. This, that's the thing. But the Warriors, they they've lost six games. I mean, we're not talking about the Warriors a few years ago who Durant's every also game like going, gotten himself they're not gonna play. They're thrown not gonna play out. Of three games, like on That's purpose, on purpose, like he, these guys just don't care. Durant got thrown out of three games. There's no way he's just like that mad. He's, you know, they're just messing around. Steve Kerr hasn't given a serious press conference all year long. I mean, I, you look, I know we got to prepare for this game, but there's just no, there's, you're right. There's like, they, you're right. You're exactly right. You could put all of those guys on Durant. Put all of those guys on Durant. That no one's tried that yet. Yeah, Danny. Danny here on the chat saying Cody Zeller tends to agitate guys. I think Cody should be our sacrificial lamb to just try to get on one of those KD drives. Just come over the top and and get him to you know bait him into kind of that most space situation that we saw against Orlando. That's, just take that's the clear take that's one the for clear the team. Choice. The only thing about that is, I can't believe we're we are, we're talking about who's gonna get someone kicked out. Yes, <laughs> listen, yes. desperate times Feed into it. for desperate measures. But uh, but you need you also need Cody to bang in there with whomever's in there on that second unit. I mean, that's gonna be one way that they try and claw and keep close is just to throw some of those bodies around. And Cody's definitely our boys got to go Cobra Kai. We got to go eighties villain defense and just give like you know or uh, grow a goatee. Grow a goatee. Do the uh, gladiator stab him real quick in the ribs before the game. Have an Eastern game. European accent. Yeah, black magic could be a good thing to look into for tonight. Witchcraft. Have you guys noticed Frank um, sometimes gels his hair and then Ooh. sometimes doesn't? Evil Whoa. Frank. Whoa. Uh, do we need to get like on off statistics? Track. Do we need yes, to get Yes, I would love no to gel? see that. Yeah. Go back uh, to the Jeremy Lin days of tracking hairstyles. We can I'm do this. I'm just saying, I've noticed I, like the other night no gel at home mm. on the road on the road gel this and Dell will sometimes mention that on the on the broadcast if you guys keep watch maybe we can put some stats and maybe a chart or two together well if the if we keep losing games we might have to do something like that to entertain ourselves all right hornets warriors eight o'clock tonight on espn make sure to check it out get into spectrum center make sure you got your seats i don't look steph curry being out has nothing to do i think with the entertainment value of this game i, I think it's going to be I think that, listen, the Hornets, if you t- just take how well they played defensively in that Orlando game, if they can keep that intensity up, then I think they'll give themselves at least a shot to be competitive. And I think that's got to be the expectation for this game. Not necessarily a win, but you've got to come out of this game not psychologically broken because Friday and Saturday, you've got a home back-to-back against Chicago and Los Angeles that's going to be vitally important Two very winnable games uh, to go in uh, to the, the rest of this December schedule. They've got another game with Golden State. They've got another game with San Antonio coming up, uh, and Houston. I'm sorry, Houston coming up that they, that are going to be very difficult as well. So just be competitive in this one, and then look forward to Friday and Saturday. I think that has to be the expectation. Also, uh, we've got some giveaways coming up, so you want to make sure you're signed up. Patreon.com forward slash loh to get your double entries. And also, we've got the draft 
draft.com challenge. They are the sponsor for this episode. Sign up on draft.com, put in our promo code LO Hornets, follow me, LOH Doug, and then get in our draft challenge that I'm going to set up right after the show. We'll draft at about uh, four o'clock, I think, is going to be the draft time for that. Uh, so check that out on draft.com. That's going to do it for us here. Big show, fun show, a lot of stats, a lot of numbers. Hope you learned something. We're excited for this game tonight. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to my panel, David and Steve. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Hornets and you can uh, visit our new website as well, LockedOnHornets.com to check out Nick Denning's daily news updates on on LockedOnHornets.com called Buzzworthy. That's a nice tea. You can get a similar one. We have a tea like that. We have a tea like this. Yes. Teepublic.com. Search Locked On Hornets. You can check that out as well. We're back again uh, tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game against the Golden State Warriors. For David and Steve, I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Let's swarm 